1: Hello, writers. I'm Josiane Fata, and today I'm interviewing Heather Vickery. So Heather is an award-winning business owner with over 20 years as an entrepreneur, and she is also a public speaker and hosts the Brave Files podcast. So thank you so much, Heather, for being here, and please tell us a little bit about you. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, so I am a success and leadership coach. Uh, As
2: you mentioned, a speaker, an Twice published author, and the executive producer and host of the Brave Files podcast, not to mention a single mama for all girls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you must be really busy. And you say you have two books. Are they both self published? They are both self published. Yes. Okay.
2: What are they called? What are they about? So my, both of my books are, um, a combination of a book and a journal on gratitude. So the first one is called shift your focus and it's geared towards working professionals. Um, and then the second one is called grow grateful and it's a gratitude journal for kids and families. And in both books, uh, I chronicle they're they're different content, I promise. But in both books, I chronicle my own journey towards gratitude, the, the science behind gratitude, the power of it, and then different ways to bring it into your life.
1: Okay, and why did you decide to write those books?
2: Yeah, great question. Um, So the work that I do professionally as a success and leadership coach, I work with people in a hybrid program in both life and business coaching and executive coaching. And uh, through the course of study and building that career for myself, I became certified in positive psychology. And one of the things that we learn in positive psychology is that the number one way to create more joy and happiness in your life while decreasing stress, anxiety, and depression is to have a regular gratitude practice. And while that sounds really silly and really simple, it's profound and people could use a little support. So I found that um, many folks that I was working with struggled to just look at a blank page, an empty journal on their computer or whatever, they really wanted something guided and they wanted to understand why it was so important. And also folks don't always love something if they think it's just mindset. And I don't want to say just mindset because mindset's super, super important. Um, but having that science to back it up is, is really impactful. And the truth of the matter is if you've never practiced gratitude and they, they do an MRI of your brain, they scan your brain, and then you practice gratitude every day, for three months, and then you go back and have another MRI, they can literally see that you are a happier human. Um, Okay. And it's very cool. So I did it to, to help to support others. The family gratitude journal sort of came a little bit more um, organically because people were buying shift your focus and they, can I use this with my kids? Can I use this with my family? And certainly they could but I wanted it to be a little bit more approachable for kids. And so I started doing focus groups with parents, having them have conversations with kids from ages two to 18 uh, about what they thought gratitude was, what it meant to be grateful, how it made them feel. Uh, We learned some things, a young 11 year old said, um, you know, I think that being grateful and feeling gratitude are different, like expressing one is internal and one is external. One is about me and one is not about me, which is very true. So I I, I rewrote a whole section of the book and I gave her credit for that. And we talked about what the differences are and why they matter. And it even prompted me to add a new prompt in the book that says, how did you express gratitude towards others today? So that it isn't just you recognizing the gifts in your life, but then sharing that with the people around you. Um, and it's incredibly impactful. And it's I get so much wonderful feedback from families who are having wonderful conversations if their kids are older, maybe everybody has their own book, and then they sit together and and we have 180 unique prompts. So there are, there are static questions in the journal, and then every page has its own random question that okay. doesn't repeat. So they could be like, oh, what was your random question today? Or what was your answer to, you know, what... What's your favorite childhood memory? Um, What teacher are you most grateful for? What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Whatever it is, right? So it's really sparking conversation. The other thing that's really incredible that I learned in my course of study about gratitude is that um, it takes us out of ourselves. It helps us build connection and community because so much of what we're grateful for, if we bother to pay attention, Involves folks around us. And so we feel like we're part of something bigger. And that is something we need to lead healthy lives. If we feel all alone, we are not healthy emotionally and mentally. So it, okay, so it helps
1: also. us to connect, just taking notice of everything we're grateful for. It helps. Yep. Okay. I, yep. I didn't know that. Yeah. And so, which, which of the book, you wrote the, the one for adults first, right? Yes. Shift your and focus. How long did it take you to write that?
2: That book uh, again. So it's a little, it's a short, the, the written content is pretty short, but it took me a while. It t- mostly it was all in my head. <laughs> it took me uh, maybe about six months. I don't know if that's a while in some people's worlds or not, but it was in mine. Six months to do it. Um, the way that I operate best, I've discovered, I've learned a lot of things about myself writing. I've participated in NaNoWriMo twice. I'm about to do the third time. So I know a that I have to have a deadline. Okay. Even if it's self imposed. Yeah. And B, um, I really do write better in the morning. And if I do not prioritize getting up like really early for me, like 5 30 or 6 before all my kids are up and write the first hour or two in the morning, I'm very unlikely to go back to it. And so it took me a little longer because I hadn't learned that about myself yet. Yeah.
1: And the second one, was it faster to write it?
2: So much faster. Um, The first book we published in February of 2019. And the second book researched, done, ready, and published by December 3rd so that it was out in time for, for the holidays.
1: Yeah. And you said you did NaNoWriMo. Like how many, like what, what were you working on? You weren't working on a journal.
2: I wasn't working on a journal. Um, so the first one, the first one is a book that maybe one day will get published. It's a long story of what I got tripped up on, but it's the idea of um, raising- socially aware and conscious children uh, to be better humans and so we talk about all taboo topics okay um, is it fiction or nonfiction? Nonfiction. i don't i'm a rebel i'm an anoramo rebel i don't write <laughs> fiction
1: I, I was just wondering if you could like <laughs> write a story that shows like those values you could yeah, you could um again i do a lot of focus groups
2: and um so we have all the big topics all the big ones. And it's great, but it's just heavy. And I feel a huge sense of responsibility for not screwing this up. Um, I have a wonderful following of folks, and I want to make sure that they get really quality stuff. So I'm in my head a little bit about that one. The, the one I did last year was called Gifts of My Mother, and I broke it down into chapters where lessons that I've learned from my mother, whether they were directly imparted and wonderful or I learned them to circumvent them. Um, I probably will not publish that as long as she is alive, but I did write it and I have, but I have a a plan for this year's book and I'm actually super excited about it. And I have every intention of, of editing it and publishing it. So it will be the breakdown of um, my brave method, which is what I use to help me write books and with all of my, my clients and in all of my coaching. Um, and so I'm super excited about that.
1: Awesome. And what advice would you give to an aspiring author?
2: I will tell you this, uh, to me, the first, the biggest hang up to becoming a published author was thinking that I could, and I received a gift, which if you can find a way to get this gift and I'll bet you can, a friend of mine was publishing a book of collective essays about how to raise an, a little activist. Okay. And she asked me to write a chapter. Which was easy. It was like a blog post. It was like twenty four hundred words. It was no big deal, right? And and so I didn't have to do all the work with that one. But having that out, setting up my author account, seeing my name printed on that book, I was like, oh, well, I'm already a published author, so there's no <laughs> risk here, right? So if there any way that you can collaborate or get your name out there and just give yourself the confidence and the little boost to go over the edge, um, it's so much easier to do the second time. So much easier. But also just. Um, do it, trust yourself, find time to write, uh, write every day, even if you're not writing on your book. I think it's huge to be in the creative practice of writing. Um, and it doesn't really matter what you're writing, but set consistent time aside every day and do it. And again, like I said, for me, deadlines, make yourself a deadline because it's easier to have something to shoot for.
1: Right. Yeah, And I know that you like to talk about bravery. So how can authors leverage their fear? Like sometimes I hear authors, they're scared of screwing it up. Maybe Mm -hmm. I heard that. Mm -hmm. I did say that. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, they did. (laughs) And authors that are scared uh, of putting themselves out there. Like Mm -hmm. most of the time when you write fiction, like you see yourself in the characters. Like what advice would you give about that? Because you're an expert and a coach. Thank you.
2: There's a, I understand there's a lot to be afraid of, but what I like to help people understand is that all success and all brave choices start with something that's a little scary. So fear is not your enemy. In fact, I would say to you, don't try to be fearless. The only people who are fearless are sociopaths and three-year-olds, right? Like it's okay to be frightened about something that is a big deal. Uh, it's okay to be frightened about things that, that seem little, right? Fear is, is normal. It's a normal, healthy human emotion. What I like to see folks do is really actually pay attention to it and break it down. What am I actually afraid of? And I told you that. I am, with the first NaNoWriMo book I did, I, I am legitimately afraid of putting something out that I haven't vetted 100% to make sure I'm giving good advice, right? Because people look to me for advice. So I have, I have that responsibility. I think that you don't have that responsibility. If you're writing a novel, you have a responsibility to write something that, you know, that you're proud of, but you know, so so it's a little bit different. Break down your fears and figure out what, what's actually motivating them and then identify what's the worst thing that could happen if you, if you took action on this. So if you are afraid to write your book and put it out there, um, figure out why. Is it because people will think you're cocky i've had people say that like oh well they think that i'm boastful because i I, i'm telling them i wrote a book who cares doesn't (laughs) matter right is it because um you're afraid no one will buy it no one will like it again how do you know like here's what i can guarantee you if you don't put your book out no one will like it because it will not exist right right so then you you We talk about what's the worst thing that could happen. Then we talk about what's the best thing that could happen. And -hmm. the best thing that could happen is that people love it. And you know what? Even if the best thing that could happen is that you are incredibly proud of yourself for doing something that's really hard to do, that's a win, my friend. So there is really no risk in putting your book out. But from a bravery standpoint, break down your fear, understand what you're actually afraid of, and then kind of call yourself on your bullshit. And- tuck your fear under your, under your arm because it's going to sit, it's going to go with you and that's okay. And say, I'm going to do this anyway, because the risk is worth the reward.
1: Awesome. I love that. Thank you. And what was the hardest thing becoming a self-published author? Did you actually do the whole work of publishing on, on Amazon? Like which platform did you choose? Did did you have a PA to do it or did you do
2: it yourself? So I, I really believe in the power of delegation and support just because we can't do it all doesn't mean we should do it all. Um, so I had an amazing team. I had, I had editors, in writing copy editors and line editors. I had layout designer. I, did have a, I do have a VA that supported me. I did publish on KDP and I, I, it hurts me actually to say that. I would really like to divorce myself from Amazon but they make it really easy (laughs) to self-publish. They're kind of a pain in the ass to work with though. So
1: what happened? I want to know.
2: Well, I mean, have you ever tried to reach out to their customer service? Like they're not terribly responsive. Oh, oh, I've had so many problems. And, you know, I think of one particular instance. So I do a lot of traveling public speaking when there's not a global pandemic. And last October I'd been hired by a company to come and speak at an event. And they wanted to give everybody there was 60 people, a copy of my journal. So two, three weeks, three weeks before I was supposed to arrive at the hotel, I ordered my author copies from KDP to be sent directly to the hotel. And, um, two days before they said, Oh, sorry, we're not going to have this for you. It'll be two more weeks because they don't care. They don't care about authors and their solution was go ahead and buy them off the site. Because if you're a customer, we'll get them to you in two days. Now think about that. If you're a customer, we'll get them to you in two days. If you're an author, you're screwed. Um, And you'll still get your royalties. I'm like, that's the difference of $800. Like the clients bought the books directly from me for a reason. And um, so then I had a fight. It took about a month. They did end up making up the difference, but it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. Uh, They are not your only option. I will just go out and say KDP is not your only option, but they do make it
1: easy. Yeah. So right Um, now you're just on that platform.
2: I am that and and I was able to take my books to our local independent bookstore and I'm a really big fan of independent bookstores. Uh please utilize them. I also one of my podcast sponsors is libro.fm. Um and so that's uh, a competitor to Audible, those audio books that your money when you buy one goes directly to your local independent bookstore, which to me is huge. If you're a writer, you should care about your bookstores and your communities. Uh, so they're there and then I keep them in the house and I sell them to folks who want autographed copies and things like that. Uh, yeah.
1: Okay. And how do you promote your, your books, your journal? You said you sold them like when you were doing speaking engagement, what other activities do you do to sell more?
2: Yeah, so um, I I tell folks about them every opportunity I get. Anytime I'm on a podcast, usually I'm not on a podcast. It's funny, this is two days in a row I've been on a podcast specifically to talk about writing and publishing a book, but usually I'm not. Uh, and But I still talk about them, I share them. My, my team, I call them Team Brave, my social media team and marketing and whatnot uh, will put out information on the books pretty regularly. And then the other thing I do that's super impactful, if you have any field of expertise, Uh, sign up to receive the, the email for help a reporter out H A R O. And this time of year, people really start to prep their blogs and their websites for holiday gift guides. Okay. Often asking for books. So I just have a a cut and paste thing that I keep on my phone and my notes. And, um, I apply almost every day to something or, you know, anything that you can do where you can add value. I will often, um, once a quarter, I teach a, a live seven day training, um, in my Facebook group called brave on purpose, which is a free group for people who want to leverage their fear into intentional bravery. So come hang out with us. And I break down the brave method and I teach it. And I give prizes away for people who share their aha moments and their inspiration. And I always give away copies of the book. Right. And then they get it and they're excited and they take pictures and they put it on social media. And that's what makes the world go round. That's a
1: good idea. Thank and you. do you ever promote yourself as specifically as a writer? Because mostly you're a coach, like that's your main source. That's of correct. Input. I am not the
2: type. I am not the professional writer that this is my job, writing books pays all my bills. Um, so I, I don't, but I put published author on all of my bios because I am, and I worked my ass off to be one. So I'm very
1: proud of it. All right. And so you, you told us that you're working, well, you plan on working on a new, uh, writing project this year, but do you have other projects that you're working on? Yes. There are lots of
2: fun projects that I'm working on right now. Um, I am working collaboratively to create an affirmation deck called brave the day. Okay. Um, So there's writing in that as well, which will be a lot of fun. We are creating a brave it's well, brave on purpose coloring book, which will be really fun. Um, Mm -hmm. Adult language probably. So beware um and then i have a program that's called intentionally brave entrepreneurs and it's a it's a very small intimate group we only have um three or four cohorts going on at one time the doors are not always open maximum 6 to 8 people and so um once a quarter maybe twice a year we may be lowering the the times that we open up registration for that next year um we invite people into that program and it's a year long membership program that is hybrid coaching, training, accountability, um, everything
1: from top to bottom. It's really fun. So those are,
2: it's a lot, it's a lot going on. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And if people want to know more about you, if they want to know about your program, about your books, where can they connect with you on the internet? Yes, I'm so easy to find. Um,
2: if you go to Vickeryandco.com, it's V I C K E R Y A N D C O.com. That's my website. I'm at vickeryandco Co on Instagram and Twitter, on Facebook. Again, come find us at Brave on Purpose. Search that up in Facebook. It's totally free. We would love to have you there. Or you can email me at Heather at Vickeryandco.com. And If you like podcasts, which I think you might, because you're listening to this one, you can come and listen to the brave files podcast. We interview people who I interview people who have stepped out of fear and into bravery in literally every possible walk of life. So we have a hundred and this week, it'll be 129 episodes out. Every single one of them is different. Something connective, inspiring, community driven, um, all the wonderful ways that we as humans choose bravely, um, every moment of every day. So come listen.
1: Awesome. And so I'll make sure to share those links and everything in the show notes. So Heather, thank you so much for sharing with us today. Everything that you shared, your experience It was awesome talking to you.
2: Thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity to be here and chat with you.
0: Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to share it with me by leaving me a review. If you're ready to publish your book, let me take your hand in my course, How to Self-Publish on Amazon. I will show you every step you need to take to successfully go through the publishing process on the platform. Keep on writing!